Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning, Chicago. Welcome to Wednesday. I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. The 4th of July looked very different this year in Highland Park. Politicians and residents gathered to mark one year since a mass shooting there killed seven people. The day started with a remembrance ceremony and a community walk instead of a parade to quote-unquote reclaim last year's parade route from the memory of the shooting. Then there was a picnic where Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker talked about the action folks have taken in Highland Park in the past year. We passed laws in Illinois to keep people safe because people from Highland Park and all over the state got together together to make the message clear to the General Assembly that we need stronger gun laws. As I've mentioned here and there on the show, the Illinois assault weapons ban has been facing legal challenges. As for the rest of the day in Highland Park yesterday, residents topped events off with a concert and a drone show in the place of fireworks. On Monday, I talked with my colleague Alex Degman about how the community has evolved in the years since the shooting. If you haven't been able to listen yet, the episode is called Reflecting on the Highland Park Mass Shooting One Year Later. You can find that at WBEZ.org or wherever podcasts are available. Chicago residents are still grappling with flooded basements and other damage from all that rain this past weekend. My colleague Mariah Wolfel is reporting that Mayor Brandon Johnson is on a walking tour to assess the damage on the west side. There was more rain over there than any other area in the city. Some neighborhoods got between six and nine inches, according to the National Weather Service. Westside Alderperson Emma Mitz says her basement is flooded with three feet of water. And Mayor Johnson acknowledged the emotional toll flooding can take on residents. The memories that exist within our basements where families gather, photos are stored, uh, where children play. I'm aware of that. Officials are advising residents to report damage to 311 so the city can send accurate cost estimates to the state and federal government. They're hoping to provide low-interest loans to residents. Lawndale Christian Legal Center is an organization in Chicago that helps folks awaiting trial get to court dates and it connects them with other support they need, like counseling or housing. And the state of Illinois is committing $3 million to support efforts like this that help folks in Cook County successfully get through their cases. My colleague Patrick Smith spoke to some folks at the Lawndale Center. He says once folks get out, the center gives them reminders about court dates, helps them arrange transportation to those court dates, and sets them up with counseling, housing, and other services they might need. That helps people avoid being arrested for missing court hearings and other minor violations. Patrick says it was State Representative LaShawn Ford who helped get the state funding earmarked for Lawndale's program. The system is literally set up for people that's going through the criminal justice system to fail. It's a trap every which way you turn. Ford says the $3 million will help people successfully navigate their way through the complicated court process, which would keep them out of jail and save taxpayer dollars. And now for a few quick hits. Despite all that rain over the weekend, I've talked on the show about the moderate to severe drought in much of Illinois this summer. And it turns out it's had significant consequences for corn crops in the state. 
In June, the crop was rated worse than it was in 2012, when the state suffered one of its driest spells in decades. Trent Ford is a state climatologist. He says the 2012 drought lingered deep into the summer months, but it's not clear whether that will happen again this year. Ford says the next few weeks will be crucial for this year's crops. Only one-fourth of the corn crop is rated good to excellent right now. And cleanup from the NASCAR street race over the weekend is also underway. Block Club is reporting that workers started deconstructing bleachers and barricades on Monday. DuSable Lakeshore Drive was scheduled to be fully open as of late yesterday. Michigan Avenue should be back up today. And walls from the track will continue to be removed through July 15th. And is your dog okay? Fireworks can cause them a lot of stress and some might even run away because of it. A representative from the Cook County Department of Animal and Rabies Control says that going forward, you can calm your pet by keeping them inside and even playing some soothing sounds to help muffle the shooting fireworks. And to keep tabs on your dog, make sure they have identification and a rabies tag on their collar and ideally a microchip. Cook County is actually offering free microchips at clinics through early November. As for the weather today, partly cloudy with some scattered thunderstorms in the afternoon, possibly severe thunderstorms, high temperatures in the mid-80s. And yet another air quality warning is in effect. The Illinois Environmental Protection Agency has issued the alert for the greater Chicago metropolitan area through tonight. Widespread ozone and particulate levels are in the unhealthy for sensitive groups category of the air quality index. And that's it for now. But later today on the show, the Supreme Court recently said President Joe Biden's student loan forgiveness program is unconstitutional. Today's decision has closed one path. Now we're going to pursue another. I'll talk with WBEZ's higher ed reporter Lisa Phillip about the reaction from borrowers here in Illinois and what the Biden administration plans to do next. That's today at 2 o'clock. I'm Erin Allen. Talk to you then. 